So it was definitely tough. Like my mom, mostly my dad, okay with it. Um, but then I just convinced her through work ethic. Like she saw me working so hard. So she basically just gave me a chance. And then I just convinced her through sales and work method over time. And you know, most of my friends at first weren't really about it either. Cause it's, it's not like a high success rate that you start a company in college and succeed. So I think it's best just to keep it low key. Only tell your closest friends when you're starting something up. And then, you know, down the road, you can start telling everyone. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, you've been able to get, like, a ton of influencers as well. And, you know, that must have been, like, hype for you as well. I, I got my jersey jersey right here, bro, from the event. Let's get it. That's it. Get it. Jersey champs. It's the uh, Looney Tunes. Lola. I've been repping it. Balling up, bro. <laughs> I've been repping it, man. I've been repping it. Yeah, man. Oh. I, mean, I mean, talk about, uh, you know, even at a young age, like, that must have been overwhelming for you, right? Like, reaching out to some, you know, some of those, these biggest, like, influencers, right? right? Like, you got, like, you got a jersey to Trump, right? So, like, that must have been pretty crazy to you as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, just talk to us about that, right? Yeah, that was nuts. I mean, find it all. That was honestly, like, partially one of our clubbers, I guess, just handed it to him at one of his rallies. And they were in the first row, so they got it to him, and then he just held it up on a video. And then once I saw my logo on that, holy crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Most of them plan though, like with, with rappers and influencers, I'm really, like talking to them and trying to get them free free jerseys in exchange for promotion or something. So Yeah. So you just straight up DM them usually or um yeah, I think that's the best way. I mean, emailing works decent. You need to have the email though, so how to get that and then I mean, when you're DMing them, you're talking usually to them, so right. that's usually... Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, for real, man, I mean, crazy. You know, I was looking at it, you got the, the Mark Cuban uh, Shark Tank, right? That was dope, that was dope man. Um, yeah, so uh, maybe maybe talk to us about, um, you know, another thing that you, you dealt with um, as well, like in college, like, you know, it was tough and challenging times for sure, and you know, I saw some of the stuff on, you know, Addicted to Success and uh, before they were famous, the YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, you know, it seems like it was a really difficult time for you during this time. Uh, you know, it's not easy growing a company as well. And you probably had, uh, you know, your parents, right? You, you, there's mixed reactions about, you know, you starting your own company and making that risk. You know, I <laughs> You know, I think this generation in general is definitely more entrepreneurial because there's so much opportunity in terms of, uh, you know, digital success, but it's also a lot of competition and you, you probably are very well aware of that with, you know, it, with a lot of outside noise coming at you. So maybe talk to us about how you were able to stay focused despite that negative energy and, you know, because it is a traditional expectation of going to college, getting a degree and, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it takes a lot of balls to just go out there and just start your own business. So, um, yeah, tell, tell us what your uh, thoughts on, on that. Are. Yeah. I was starting over, like I would basically, um, like when I was really starting out, I didn't have much money and I sort of just isolated myself for a while, like for years, right. I that long, but I think 
you know, the first year you really need to get your stuff together, stuff, right? Lock out as much as possible. And I remember I used to use Instagram and Facebook and Twitter like eight, ten a day. Right. Yeah, shit. I removed a bunch of distractions like that. And I just started using Instagram for outreach and networking instead of scrolling through my feed aimlessly. I a lot of kids just spend hours a day on social media and they're not really, uh, you know, making money off it or growing their network. They're sort of just thing on stuff that's not really relevant in my opinion. So that was a mindset shift for me because in high school, all I cared about was how many on a photo and like, you know, what people are posting. But I don't, right. I don't need anymore. I don't check Twitter or anything. So that saved me a ton of time and just networking, man. Like if you could grow your network, that, that's, that I think is the true value of college, the people you meet and the networking make, um, you're going to make so many connections that way. And you're going to learn more through that than you will in class, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I feel like a lot of people are like that too, right? Like you kind of just, it's trial and error, you know, just learning from your mistakes and, and going after it and just getting better from that. Um, yeah, I saw your I saw your interview with Gary, bro. Congrats, T with Gary V. Yeah, yeah. I should have mentioned that when I was first starting out, I was watching him like, man, like five ten hours a day. Yeah, like, yeah. Man, he was he was definitely an inspiration when I was starting out. Yeah, because he because he was like the, one of the first guys I was like, yeah, just put out like a ton of content, right? And I was like, like I think when I met you, right, like I only had like an account for Wild Chat. I didn't even have a store set up. And I remember, like, I was like, you were like, yeah, like, what's the goal with this thing? It's like, good question. Like, I didn't even know, bro. So it's like, I, you know, so, you know, just putting out content and just like, you know, that's, I feel like that's a good foundation. And like social media, I feel like is a good way of like reverse engineering in, in terms of like the entrepreneurial journey, right? Like, I feel like, uh, you know, most people like start out with like this, they think they need this groundbreaking idea and, you know, then put it out on social, et cetera. But if you just grow your following and you keep growing your network, uh, like you said, right. Like, and then, um, you know, maybe make a store or something, you know, and I don't know, I feel like it could grow as well. You know, I feel like social media, there's so much, uh, opportunity. What's my goal right now, Kevin? Good question. My goal right now. Um, so I don't know, Sean, I don't know if you saw, but I did create a, uh, a Shopify account for, uh, for wild chat so um i'm still learning drop shipping bro so we're we're getting there um and it's just sort of to grow the brand um you know all the way around so i'm hoping to be you know top podcasts a top you know e-commerce store and i, I want to have an engaging uh, social media account as well so to be honest like some most people just tell me fire a name you know it's like i'm just i'm just putting stuff out and like i'll, I'll figure it out as i go so um, that's sort of where I'm at right now, but, um, yeah, still got a long way to go though, bro. <laughs> still not, still not quite at the position you are, but we're, we're working on it. But, uh, yeah, man, it's fun. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It takes time, man, especially with starting Shopify now. It's a lot harder than when I came in. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, I'm still learning it. Um, are you guys still doing like the, what, what's the terms of like the events? Like, are you guys still trying to. Are they just going to be all virtual in terms for like the next year or so? Or yeah, because of COVID, it really been on hold. Like it sucks because we were scaling up like every event more people would come. Mm-hmm. But in the LA, hopefully I can restart it out there once everything's 
that I've found yeah. and a lot like just from these digital events to at a, our first digital event and it pulled out like 500 people so that was cool so I have a couple more of those it, I really out and I met so many cool people like are alive those events it's not the actual right like I I throw them but the people I meet like unreal like I met my roommate and a couple other people done good deals that's awesome bro you gonna be balling up with the professor too or what yeah so (laughs) he's near LA so I'm gonna hit him and bone collector up the ball for sure they're gonna whoop me but once I get hopefully I can put up some type of fight (laughs) they've been doing some uh videos together too they've sort of like I saw some uh posts they've done um yeah yeah I'm gonna uh bone collector on my whistle sports video but he got a black eye the day before so I couldn't get him on oh really yeah, I've been yeah. trying to I've been trying to get him on a podcast as well, but it's been so tough with like the COVID uh, the COVID situation. So I mean, we'll we'll see. But those guys are legends, bro. So um, yeah. What's the deal with the hundred million mastermind? You get feel free to talk about that too, because that's uh yeah, pretty cool. Would, man, that was the biggest investment I ever made, but it definitely paid off because two of the members uh, in that mastermind I ended up doing really big deals with in the mask space. So. I made my money back, and now I have these long-term connections. So I think investing, though, as long as it's the right move, which is usually in education or networking, is a pretty safe bet because you're going to get your value over time. It might be right away. But I really believe, like, you know, book, types of online information courses or whatever are pretty safe investments as long as it's the right person you're learning from. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. Yeah, because the professor said the same thing, man. He was like, yeah, like, that was the best investment I ever made, and um, yeah, because you got that you got that clip I sent you too, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, and I, I was like the first semi celebrity I ever met, honestly, because he was like there the first day. Yeah, and I'll, hey, like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I saw that picture with like Dennis, Dennis Rodman was there too. That's pretty dope. So yeah, it seems like a stacked crew, and then you got the Wolf of Wall Street. So um. Yeah, man. That, hey, that's a, that's a group. Hopefully, hopefully, I'll be there soon. We'll see. I got a long way to go, but we'll yeah. see, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I last few questions, I guess, uh, are a little bit more technical in terms of like people trying to start a Shopify or um, trying to get into e-commerce. Um, when you did, so would you suggest getting like a trademark um, for now? I mean, it's so different now because everything's so digital and. It's so easy to copyright. Is it even worth trademarking? Um, really tr- worth trademarking? Uh, you know your brand. Yeah, I mean, I did just to be safe. I've never had to enforce it. No one's ever tried to start like a Jersey Champs fake store, honestly. But we've had people try to start like other Jersey stores and kind of rip off our name. Uh, but it's not like entirely important in my opinion. Like I spend like thousands of dollars, and I don't really see that much return from it. But in the long run, if you you know really start a brand, then you kind of have to do it. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, so, in terms of like customizing designs, do you have like a supplier that does that for you? Because um, for the most part, like Shopify, I feel like um, is all through AliExpress, right? So I I connected my Shopify account to Oberlo, um, yeah, and it's already existing products. Um, how do you? How are you able to get like customized designs? And do you send it to a specific supplier? And then yeah, so custom designs for us, we send our designers a blank jersey template, and then we'll we'll uh, 
basically instruct them on what to put on it based off what the influencer wants. Right. And then they confirm the design. We just order it from the factory. A lot of them have minimum order quantities. So it's like you got to order 10 jerseys or whatever you're selling. Yeah. From there, you send that to either. I started in my mom's basement, so I used to ship everything. But now we just send it to a 3PL and they handle. So there's like levels you work up. But I started with AliExpress, uh, like everyone else in dropshipping, and then, you know, worked your way up to your own fulfillment center. Right. So you just, like, reached out to someone, like, did you just sort of discover that person or supplier through uh, through AliExpress and then? One, two, Baba. I met one, two, a uh, personal friend, and then I met my first one ever off AliExpress. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. You're killing it, man. You're killing it. Um, yeah, I, I also saw in your story that you're, um, you're trying to, it looks like you needed help with, like, customer support or... Uh, like you're you're starting like your own agency to like reach out to um your customers so if you need help cold calling man just let me know um <laughs> love to help and yeah just let me know bro i'm always i'm always one to uh get on the grind um how's van doing too by the way what's up how's van doing too your boy oh, van. Yeah, he was here oh um yeah he's doing well he just got a job actually he's getting like six grand a month i think so he's, he's killing it Man, that's awesome, man. Yeah, he added me to the group chat a few months back, so I was I was pretty hyped about that. Um, all right, yeah, before you leave, you got to show us the jersey, man. You got to show us the jersey, what you got. I don't know if you'll be What is it? I can't. It's blurring up right now. 